up, guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Jess, the Total Package, Craig, the British Bulldog, and Cuz is off this week, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Can someone feed me today's topic? Dave, it's October and it's spooky, and uh, it's we spooky. are going to cover Halloween Havoc, of course, because it's October. And it's going to be the year 1993. I thought that Jess was punishing us once again, but this one, I think we're going to have a little more fun than usual. This was a fan request, by the way. Same oh. gentleman who requested at WrestleMania 7 a year ago or a year and a half ago or so. I don't know. I'm not going to Hey, try. that's a good request. Well, it's, it's actually much better than some. He's got better taste than you, Jess, on reviews is what I would say. He okay. does. That's fine. I'm resigning. Spin the wheel, make the deal. That's what it is, bro. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Good stuff. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Or watch our videos at YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. Uh, On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP19? Or on Facebook, I'm sorry, OWP2019. Or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Um, Craig, did you make that deal? I did make the deal. Uh, 29 I, I, 95, I think. <laughs> did we watch it? Did we? I'm sure oh, yeah. we watched it. Totally, yeah, we yeah. absolutely watched it with uh, yeah. And I love it because we're jumping ahead a little bit, but spin the wheel, make the deal things are always rigged. Uh, <laughs> they always <laughs> seem to pick a terrible match. Was the was it the year before this? Was yeah, Coal Miners like, Club or the year Coal after? Club. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, was the year before this. Up. It was Jake and Sting Coal Miners Club. Yeah. And they, yeah, the thing is, like, they the, the wheel is obviously fake. Yeah. Like, they're not really spinning a wheel. So they purposely chose Coal Miner's Glove. Yeah. At least this one. This one was going to be whatever it was. They could have called this a chicken on a pole match. And everything yeah. in the Cactus Jack Invader match, you would have seen everything anyway. that we already saw. Because yeah. they'd be like, well, we don't fucking care about the chicken. We're going to go to the gravesite. We're going to fucking yeah. drop you in head. Like, yeah. So they had totally. So it wouldn't have mattered what you gave Vader and Cactus. But, yeah, like. A coal miner's glove for Jake and, and Sting the year before. They chose that. They're like, oh, yeah. we haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. Ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And they always do the, the the spin live. So something can go wrong or it looks even worse. Just gimmick it. Yeah. Right. But. So, all right. So we so want to try to get into this a little bit. It's in New Orleans at the Lakefront Arena. There are 6,000 fans. It did feel like more. They were into it. The crowd this was shit, hot the entire yeah. I don't know whether it was the audio, but the crowd was hot and made, sent this no, to another they, level when I was yeah. watching it back. They this were was really um, good. A lot of people say this is like the sleeper year pre-NWO and everything. Like this was a sleeper. This was the first really year that, yeah. yeah, this was the first year that Bischoff kind of took over as like executive producer. I want to say he took over right before or right after Super Bowl three at the beginning. It was right before Super Bowl three in February of this year, ninety-three. Mm-hmm. This was October. So yeah. Bischoff had been executive producer for like a handful of months by this point. Not like the tippity top guy that he became, but he was on his way climbing up the ladder. Um, so th- I think I said it on our Davy Boy episode. I said it on probably our Vader episode and any other 93 pay-per-view that we've done is that 93 is one of my favorite WCW years. It's always the early 90s are regarded, you know, before the NWO, most people are like, oh, it was all shit before then. I mean, you a lot of it was. what's going on in there, man. Oh, my God. A, lo- a lot of it was. But at the same time, like, there was 93 was full of a really cool nuggets. And they were trying to, Bischoff okay. was trying to get his arms around the company. And then once he became executive <clears throat> vice president, that's when he made the Hogan hire and the Savage hire. And, you know, and, all you, kinda... and you see, I think, almost all those nuggets in this paper. I mean, you still got, yeah. you still got Ricky Steamboat here. You got Flair working here. Dustin's just coming. Dustin Rhodes just coming on the map. You know, Rick Rude has a title right now. I mean, there's a lot going yeah. on. There's a um, lot of big names. Every time I, I Harlem Heat is greats, making their is making their move out here right now. They so. weren't even Booker T and Stevie Ray yet. They were Kane and Cole. Yeah, crazy. Here. The That's Equalizer bad. guys. The Equalizer. Oh fucking yeah. god! Shockmaster was amazing. What happened? <laughs> what happened there? Um, so I will uh, get into really quick here. The WWF champions as of October 1993 were WWF champion Yokozuna, woo! W- WWF intercontinental champion Razor Ramon, That's WWF awesome. tag team champions the Quebecers. They um, love them. And then the WCW champions going into this pay-per-view was the WCW world champion was Vader. The WCW US champion, Dustin Rhodes. Yep. WCW television champion, Steven Regal. The WCW uh, world champion slash international champion slash holder of the big gold belt, Rick Rude. Yep. And the WCW tag team champions were Marcus Bagwell and two Cold Scorpio. Ooh, that's good stuff. 
That's good stuff. But uh, some things might change yeah, on this Some things might change tonight. And you know uh, what's not good stuff? Dave, take us to the opener. Well, we will. Come on. We're no, stop. <laughs> but before we do, I just want to note that we do have we have uh, we have Jesse the Body of Ventura followed by Ram. Jesse the Body of Ventura on on mic work tonight. Because oh, even before like, that, the 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 <laughs> awful vignette that they've that premiered that yes, opened the telecast. We're gonna get to that too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's horrifying. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's two Jesses because Tony Giovanni dressed like Jesse. I thought it was hilarious. He looked great. Um, he did look well, good. But before that, good. the opening segment of the pay per view yeah. was like a skit, and it was yeah, kids, kids trick or treating. Yep. Yeah, kids. They knocked on the door of like this home, and Tony Schiavone answered, dressed like Dracula. And they were like, oh, Tony Schiavone. And he was like, you know, very cryptic. Like, they're all, oh, it smells real good in there. And he's like, uh, well, you know, what's cooking? My wife. Is Made cookies. cookies. <laughs> yeah. And like, so it, you got the sense or whatever. But let me tell you why this was fine. Okay. And I put my <laughs> note on this. Was, my fine. note on this was it was so bad it was good. And I yeah. mean that in the best way possible. Like, it was it, really on a production level, it was fine, and I accept it. Even if it was corny, or someone on this podcast thinks it's, it's corny, it's or someone to be listening corny, to it. I think. I the think problem is, the, the good deliberate. thing is, is that Shivani did it. If they put a wrestler in that position, yeah. I hate it when they, because wrestlers are already playing characters because they're real life personas. Steve make Borden, a character yeah, play a character. Steve Borden is Sting. Like he's already playing Sting. So when you put Sting in like a another make skit, him like zombies sting or something. Or yeah. something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like you're you know, but it was Shivani, it was an announcer. So I accepted it. It was silly and silly billy, but at the same time, like I, I thought it was just kind even of a my, fun even way my to kids open were like, Dad, this is cornball. They were watching. It is cornball, yeah. but this I was is fine. cornball, dude. It, yeah. And then, it was this like the shittiest kids you could ever cast. <laughs> like, like I wanted yeah, to see they couldn't them. act at all. I wanted to see Vader power. I think they were like, related ah, to ah, they were related ah, to somebody, you know. And then my favorite kids. part in it is like Shivani goes, Oh yeah, and like he goes to rip his face off, but Shivani's best take was him like doing it. Like super slow. Yeah, and, and, and like not even by his face or behind, like it's just like a and then you know when you know when you like um you meet a, a coworker for the first time and you're supposed to tell something inter interesting about themselves. Those yeah. kids probably say, "Well, I was in the skit for WCW." <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "What the hell are you talking and about?" When they left, they tried to run out of the house to to leave the house. They opened up the door, and it was the arena of the pay per view. So, did they get to see the show? I hope. I hope. Yeah. It, it, I guess it, Tony he didn't need the helicopter because he said in the beginning, "He's like, why are you should be at the pay per view?" And Shivani goes, "There's a helicopter waiting for me." Yeah, yeah. but he did that weird. Right. His best acting is like, "There's." Helicopter. Yeah. Waiting for me. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> really like, are you Dracula. supposed to be Dracula? Or are you guilty because you just you're cooking your wife in a pot? Like both. I don't know what I'm supposed I'm to both. think about you. Uh, yeah, I am cooking my wife, and I'm supposed to be at the pay per view, and I'm not. So yeah, you got me twice. You got me twice. <laughs> but jokes on us because he was there, and yeah. I put um, I put uh, I miss Ventura. I don't know what it is about Ventura. I've always loved and uh, just his voice. Wham. It's yeah. And he's just like, you know what, Shivani? Like, and it's well, just we'll leave great... it to the good guy to start closing his fist first. Like, come on. You know, and I've always also stated too, you know, Jim Ross gets all the praise of being like the greatest like play by play of all time, which I agree with. However, Tony Shivani is is criminally underrated. And yeah. uh he was the voice of WCW for so many years. And eventually, about three years after this or two years after this, whatever, uh, was became the voice of Nitro. Ah, yeah, it's amazing when you think about it. So so well, let's jump right into the, the first one. match. It was yeah. Harlem Heat, Kane and Cole, not Kane Booker and T Cole. and Stevie Ray. Kane, oh, and the Equalizer versus the Ice Train. Oh, fuck. Charlie <laughs> Norris and the God-blessed Shockmaster. There it, it is. Nine, there it, it is. Nine, nine minutes and 45 seconds. Sorry, I'm ticking with my mic here. Fucking cool. Uh, best match out. on the card. Uh, stole the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I put... Uh, uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I put uh, on paper, this looked rough, and it kind of was. Uh, side note, the ring looks so small, especially with all these massive monsters They're huge. In it. These guys are huge. Kane and Cole, who would eventually become Booker T and Stevie Ray, had stars written all over them, even back here. Their size, they were tall. Like, they just, I couldn't help but look at them and go, God damn, like, the, of course they're going to be stars. Of course, especially Booker. Yeah. Um, Jesse shit all over the Shockmaster character right away, <laughs> I and I laughed so fucking hard. So hard. Because yeah. he was like, so what? He was like, Shivani was like telling him, he's so agile for a big man, almost 500 like, what pounds. What are you talking like, about? Wait he's a minute, Shivani. Where he goes. 
So a, a couple of months before he debuted at Clash of the Champions, and everybody knows the infamous story of Shockmaster, where he fucking tripped fall, coming through the wall and he fell and his mask. Not fell his off. fault though. Not his it's fault. Infamous. It's infamous. It's infamous. So put what a they decided, stud in, bro. They put a stud in. They did. They decided to work <laughs> that into his gimmick. So weeks leading up, he would come to the ring bringing drinks for the announcers, falling and into the drinks. Drinks would splatter everywhere, or he would uh, uh, trip over the ring steps coming in. So they tried to work it into the character. And then Ventura exposed the shit out of it when Shivani was trying to sell how agile he was because he, he did like a hip toss or whatever and like did something that was athletic. And then he's a wait a minute, Shivani. You're I'm supposed to believe I've seen this buffoon like fall all over with the drinks and wham and fall over the stairs, Shivani. You try to tell me, you're trying to sell me that he's agile. And he was like, Well, yeah. And he's like, So you're trying to tell me that in the ring he's perfect, but outside of the ring he's a buffoon? And Shivani's like, I mean, I guess. And he goes, Why? And I was like, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, the producers must have been going like, shut the fuck yeah, up, Jesse. Jesse. Jesus Christ. It was so funny. Um, Jesse was nothing... a little drunk. He was on, he was like on form. <laughs> he was like, I'm the gynecologist of Bourbon Street. Yeah, and he was so weird. <laughs> yeah, he was a little. I put nothing, nothing uh, good or bad. Shockmaster pins Cole with the bear hug slash he kind of fell down on him. I was like, uh, grade, grade C minus. Uh, like. Like Charlie Norris was terrible. Ice Train was incredibly green here, and the Shockmaster never worked from. And there, but yeah, I mean, I gave it a C as well. I did. Shockmaster wins with a bear hug slam. Is that what that was? I was trying to. Yeah, it was like a two part spine buster. He picked him up in the bear yeah. hug, paused, and held him for a minute, then and then slammed. fell down to his knees, and then slammed Booker T or excuse me, Kane on his back. There you and, go. And uh, got a three count. Yeah, so I wrote the same thing. Shockmaster still makes me giggle. Jesse's even making fun of him the whole time, which is great. <laughs> he just um, straight up shit on him. And it was a slow start, Harlem Heat, but was doing great double team work the entire time. They were like the bright spot of the match. I also, I just kept writing like, man, Harlem Heat is so freaking good, and they're they're still pretty green here in comparison. So yeah, but they're so good. They're babies. Uh, and I I even noticed Shockmaster was doing almost every momentum swing out there. Period. They were really trying to push him still at this point, even with all the all the stuff. It was only like on. it was it was within two months that he debuted. They were still trying to give it a go. Yeah, they were really pushing him hard. So yeah. And I wrote that he won with that bear hug song. I gave it a C mainly because Why? Of, what? That's, that's I what I Why? And he's Why? like, are you so are you really fucking asking me to explain a, a gimmick right now on TV to you? Or you <laughs> shut up, Jesse. You're supposed to push him. Please push him as the star. <laughs> Can you shut your mouth, please? Uh but I gave it a C. I I was a little more generous than, than Jess was, only because um I was enjoying Harlem Heat when they got a chance to do some work. Wham wham. What you got, Craigers? I gave it a D. It's terrible. Uh, why <laughs> would you open with this when you have Orndorff and Steamboat coming next or Regal and Bulldog to open it and really kick the crowd off? I uh, thought the fair. same thing that you said. I thought that Regal and Bulldog should have opened it. It's like, come on. Well, it's like when we watch that match, I really disagree. We'll six man. Equalizer Jesus. is David Sullivan, by the way, I think, right? Or Ethan yeah, Sullivan. Yeah, Equalizer eventually become David Sullivan and trigger me to no end because he was awful. He's awful on the ring. He's just, I'm sorry. He's, I'm sure he's a nice uh, but guy. I, I just pretend this didn't happen. I'm sure he, he pays his taxes. I'm sure he's a great man, but uh, he's an awful Yeah, guy. another great man that we don't really like is uh, right behind me, and they do this interview, Eric Bischoff and his uh, crazy Confederate costume behind me is interviewing Terry Taylor. About what? I have no idea, but he's bad. Uh, Terry Taylor was going to be one of the two referees for the Rick Rude, Ric Flair world title match later. And so we had to needlessly hear from Terry Taylor, which no one gave two shits about. But it's and not. Terry Taylor didn't give two shits about Eric Bischoff and basically ignored all his questions. And then we were <laughs> well, joking. Let me tell you something. We, we were joking before we went live that he's like, yeah, I don't have to listen to you. You won't be around very long. So I'm just going to ignore you. I'll, you'll never be my boss. And I'm Terry Taylor. I'm going to take over this interview. And then, <laughs> I was almost going to ask Jess to give us Terry Taylor pressure, but that was too good, Craig. We have to move no, that was on. good. That was good. Just as a perfect. Match number uh, the two. next match is a, a singles match. Paul Orndorff with his new manager, the masked assassin, Craig Stop, <laughs> uh, against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Sorry. 18 minutes and 35 seconds. Ugh. I put a little too long. It yes. was good at times, but it dragged a lot. It was ultimately a letdown for the two names I saw on paper. Not dis I love Orndorff and I love Ricky Steamboat. Um, Orndorff gets the win by a count out, which fucking sucked. 
due to the assassin's interference, the assassin put something in his, like a Twinkie in his fucking mask. <laughs> and, and then headbutt. In and the back headbutt the head. has yeah. nothing to do with what you think it has to do with Dave. Um, I, 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 I headbutt. You, I just, uh, yeah, he headbutted him. Steamboat was trying to climb up from the outside mask. of the ring. Yeah, Steamboat, just, and then he headbutt Steamboat, and Steamboat because, got like, that out. Because that doesn't hurt the assassin. It just hurts Steamboat. So it's it just, yeah, and it right. squashed the Twinkie. He gives so him a good shot, it. too, like right yeah. in the back of his head. No, he doesn't. You know, I, you're totally right. I'm all seriousness. Like, it was a fucking awesome-looking headbutt. He just headbutted the shit out of him in the back <laughs> of the head. Like, whatever, he didn't need whatever he put up there. Just he, and, <laughs> bang, look at, <laughs> right in the back of his head. He put something in his mouth! Assassin loaded that mask and Steamboat. He's not gonna get back in. Come on, Ricky, pull up. Eight, nine, ten. It's over. Wonderful wins without a count out. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the match, as a result of a count out, Mr. He yeah. didn't need a why put like a whatever in there. Right. You could just headbutt him. Like, right. what you, right. you're you trying score, to do Jeff? is stop Steamboat from getting up in the ring. You're not trying to like kill him. Like, so oh, yeah. instead he put a shotgun in his mask and how'd you, uh, how'd you get, buddy? Uh, I give it a C plus because I really liked their work in there, but I took it down. It could have been a B minus because a fucking count out for no reason. It wasn't like for a title to try to keep the title on Steamboat. Neither one of them had a title. So why any match that's not a title match in a, in a freaking count out, unless it's WCW Saturday you, night. You can still have interference and have the heel win by pinfall. It's fine. Yeah, Orndorff could have totally won by pinfall. There's no reason why. Like, I would have hurt Steamboat. I think, like, I, I think I'm being a little more generous than you, Justin. I'm not sure why, because I, I got the same notes. It was a fast start. It was really snug, which we, that's what we love about Orndorff. Is, it's just when he works, man, oh, it, it looks incredible. I noticed, too, I don't know if you guys, maybe you notice this all the time. But when somebody works the arm of Mr. Wonderful, which arm do they use? Uh, the they should use the well. They should use the right if you're really being. They fair, they, but, they use. But the you should use the left not, because that's not hurt. They they use the arm that is not atrophied. Yeah, if you if you notice right. so, um, because I think Orndorff would ask them to, and that's just being a gentleman in there, Mr. Be Steve, wonderful, um, uh, Mr. Wonderful. Said, Don't use that arm. Don't Be use wonderful to my arm. Um, use the other so another way that he always hit it because if you're working the the bigger arm, you're gonna that, focus that, that on that arm, Use the other arm. So, um, just just I know we always talk about it, but I think he's in position. Use the other arm. Do not use. I told you backstage. Do not use the left arm. Do not use the left arm. He tried to back his face. And when I when they were when they were matching each other on the outside and giving massive digs, like just just hitting the crap out of each other on the outside, I thought that was really fun. And the last five minutes were great. Until the assassin, he interferes twice, and then Ricky starts. Ah, but I, but I gave the it first a, time he wasn't his back wasn't to me, and I, I don't like that. I, I, I gave it, I gave it a B, but I, I could have so put it up there. in the A minus if they shortened it up and not and had a real pinfall. Mask. I could have. I don't even know <laughs> what's on. going on right now. But um, uh, Mr. My, my if we had a real if we had a real <laughs> count out and we had shortened up some of the wear down stuff and got to be five minutes less, I I think it'd be in the A's for me. That's just me. Did you know? Did you? My stapler. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what makes you think the assassin sounds like that? That's number one. Like he does, I've heard his promo. He doesn't. He doesn't like sound like that. Yeah. Uh, did like... you know the assassin was Nick Patrick's dad? What? I don't know if I did. We should Google and confirm that. But I was reading today that the assassin might be Nick Patrick's I, uh... dad. Rest in peace, assassin. It's all. Yeah. Sorry. Good job. Next buddy. week's episode: the legacy of the uh... masked assassin. <laughs> Jess, what, uh, or, uh, Craig, what you got? I gave it a B because I, I mean, coming oh, okay. off the the opener, I and I I'm, I love me some Orndorff, uh, and I was interested, and I didn't know the backstory of why why Steamboat was working. He was super intense and kind of heelish and throwing around the ref and stuff on this, and I was like, why yeah. is why is Ricky being a bad a bad guy? What's happening here? Um, but I, I mean, it it did drag a little bit. I think eighteen minutes is a bit. Tad too long, but man, did WWF or I don't know why Orndorff left WWF, but I don't, I never remember him being this good. And I always love his WCW days, and he was fantastic. I, I think he was able to do more. Like we talk about being snug, like that's that's not the way of the world up there. Uh, so the next match is for the WCW Television Championship. The reigning champion, Lord Stephen Regal, 
defends against the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. 15 minutes on the button. And I'll tell you why in a second. Um, I love Stephen Regal. We all do. But back here in 1993, Jess, we hated I hated him. We because hated the him. The gimmick was is that he would go to the draw with almost everybody. Every single time. And they used that as heat because then you you would pay to money to come see him get his ass whipped or whatever. But he I put did, you in a wear-down so for like eight minutes. Like of the I put like, uh, the 2021 goggles on for Jess here. And in the beginning especially, they were chain wrestling very well together. Yes. And I was like, man, yes. like this shit's really good. It was low-key mm. really good. Um, I have a question, though. Why in the flying fuck... Was a non-title match in Steamboat and Orndorff allowed to go almost 19 minutes, but the title match here was a fucking 15 minutes. It makes no um, sense. I, I'll, you, I'll tell you. Because I'll they're going to telegraph what sense. they're going to do. They're going to do the fucking regal draw thing. I get it. I remember on paper, 1993, just being excited about this one, and I didn't appreciate it at the time, but re-watching it, I really actually appreciated it. These guys did really well together. Davey Boy was legitimately like breathing hard afterwards because yes, Regal fucked Regal was physical with them, and like Regal's it was awesome. Working, like, it was a really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get a draw on this one, which I th that was the gimmick at the time, but I still fucking hate it. I like, hate it too. so yeah. I gave it a C plus, but it would have been a solid B if there was a definitive winner. If even if Regal so, would have gotten the pin at the end, thirty seconds left, he grabs the ropes or grabs uh, 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 his manager's cane or whatever, or his manager hit Davy with the cane, gets the pin. Fine, totally whatever. fine. Totally like, fine. I'd be fine we're with pissed it, off but, um, we're chasing somewhere. It's all good. Yeah, and then they could have rematched on WCW Saturday Night and got you to tune into that stuff or whatever and see if they uh, can win it. But, but, I, uh, give it but yeah. I give it the same grade, bro. C plus it. And I said, my games have started out. Lots of reversals. Classic wrestling, which was a lot of fun. Uh, the grade, this, the look of the grade C plus doesn't do the, the physical justice. Like they were oh, both they really good. But they didn't fuck up. They didn't flub. Like they both did no, really, no. really well. Honestly, there were, there were more flubs in, um, in Wonderful and Steamboat. I gave it a B. Uh, oh. I thought, as far as time limit draws go, I thought it was timed very well. Yeah, uh, they did good. Randy Anderson, and on like the, the, usually there's a little bit of a, like a delay when it was when a time limit draw is done on before the count of three. And I thought Randy Anderson played it perfectly, and I thought it was done well. Although he kicked out of that that final power slam, which was weird. That was the second to last kick out. I was like, yeah, like if he kicked kick out, out of the power driver, slam. that's fine. I thought yeah, they did it backwards. Maybe it. Davey Boy just fucked up and did it backwards. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. He didn't get it, Cody. That's only a two count. Wait a minute. Are we sure? Absolutely. Time. Time. That's right. Good call. Randy Anderson asking for the belt. What a match, Tony Schiavone. You're right, Jesse. The arm went down. One, two, and then the bell sounded. I'll tell you what. The Bulldog exploded at the end, but it was a little too late. He had the pinning combination, but the bell rang. The, the old time limit expires. The champion keeps his belt. Because he uh, did probably so. he did his finisher, yeah, and then Regal kicks out, and then he does a pile driver, yes, and then the time expires. It Go should have been the other way that. around. Yeah, it should exactly. have been a pile driver. He kicked out, and then he power slams him and power slams him, and he doesn't get the but. pin in time, but he would have pinned him. Would have been yeah. even, a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I, so I completely agree. I thought the same thing. I was like, why are they doing one more move? Uh, yeah, they should have just flipped it. And it was a that. nice fucking pile driver. Regal's not an easy man to get up. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you know, but just you know why he gave it a B. Right. Because yeah. because of British Bulldog. Yeah. Damn, damn, both from, are British Bulldog. But you know what? That's not a bad grade at all. They actually were very physical. Uh, I, I think so it's fair. If you I think mine and Dave's grades are a little because like, of the deceptive. Actual work, it's, yeah. yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Uh, so the next segment we have, Vader with his manager, Holly Race, comes out. It's They spin the wheel. So in the set of the, the ring, the wrestlers would come out from either side of this big wheel with like several matches on it, like Texas Deathmatch. Uh, make out with my girlfriend match, uh, a bunch of other things, chug a beer match, and then so it was all around. So you saw it the whole pay per view so far. And then when Vader came we were out, all rooting for the Cole Miners Club. He, Vader sure. did the same symbol that he would do to his uh, helmet when he used to wear the helmet that would cause yeah. his team to come out. He did the same thing, and then the fucking wheel started spinning. So you already knew the shit's gimmicked. And then it lands on a Texas death match. So he and Cactus Jack will face each other in the main event of the evening. 
And what, uh, what, and what did you what did you say before the uh, for the podcast? Now, just it didn't matter what it rolled on to. Yeah, it didn't matter what it was. <laughs> it could have it could have landed on a rubber duck on a pole match, and these guys would have had the exact yeah. same amazing brutal match as they would in the end. Didn't Although matter. I do remember liking the selection when it happened. Because we just I saw like, death and we're like, well, Cactus is going to die. Like, we yeah. just do it like that. Right? And I think coming so, off the previous oh, year, it's no. like, just. It, and it was a cool little segment here and, you know, spectacle. The, the little, you know, not fireworks, but the steam came out of the wheel while it's been and shit. But then and it, it has this, like, weird screamer noise, like, like yeah. the fireworks. Like, going fireworks. Off. It's like, don't do that. We don't need that. <laughs> that was the my, most outrageous spinning wheel I've ever seen in my life. My dog was angry and it was yelling at us and it was pitching fireworks. Yeah, it was pissed. It was, very yeah, it was it was a, it was an upset wheel. It was really unhappy. And what's and the we deal with? In, why did Vader have to spin it? Is it Cactus coming back, remembering his memory, challenging him to spin the wheel? That yeah, kind of thing. Is that oh, every time I saw it, was always it? one person that spun the wheel. I don't know. Yeah, why Sting spun it. Sting spun the wheel, or mentally made the wheel spin the year before against Jake Roberts. <laughs> so I guess they just pick whoever. Yeah, they just pick um, one side to spin it. Like they. So the next match is for the WCW United States Championship. Dustin Rhodes, the defending champion, versus uh, stunning Steve they Austin. They call him natural. He was just fresh natural. off his Hollywood Blondes run here, so he was just freshly singles again. 14 minutes, 23 seconds. I put really solid match. Yeah. Um, but the ending was a little weird. The timing was kind of off. It, I get what they were trying to do, but they both look great. Dustin gets the win via roll-up and defends his title. I put B-. minus. If the finish would have went off, I would have probably given it a B plus or an A minus. They were yeah, like yeah. at one the point finish, they yes. were like they were like going off on each other, like hitting it's, each other, and I was like, dude, because, this is great shit. Because Austin won by putting his foot on the ropes, but he counted three and let yeah, it. And so Ventura was, was no, yelling at that. He's like, Why would the ref count three, Shivani, if he saw his foot on the rope? And he's like, I don't know, perfect. Jesse, it was already way too quick like to be it, yeah. like a, a reverse. That was a perfect like, impression of Jesse. It was silly. And then when when <laughs> Dustin did the roll up, like Austin clearly got his shoulder up before three. Because they can't hear. Because first of all, it's hard to do any stuff. The the ending sequence that they did is hard to do in WCW's ring because it's five foot by five foot that fucking ring. That's so like small. you have no fucking room in there. So if you try to do something that involves like going to one side of the ropes real quick and then coming back, the referee has to uh, one two, and it's all fucking all like WCW referees. I hated WWF. They were trained to like Hebner did big counts so the person in the top row can see. Vince was very specific about his refs and the way they work because they want the crowd to be able to see one, mm -hmm. two. Sure. WCW, a lot of refs like would slide in there and be like, they do the, the old-fashioned ref where they yeah, slide they the hand under the shoulder. Yeah. And they go, what? And like the crowd can't see it. Like if you're if you're a ref only lifting your hand like six inches off the mat, you're not showing the people in the top row. Well, let's put it this the, way. If you're doing a ton of stupid false finishes and D DQs, it's kind of what you want because you want the crowd to be, oh, they got it. Oh, no, they didn't. That's well, kind that, of. That you would think that would be a thing, but I watched WCW for years and all the referees, it, they, they never got the emotion. Bischoff himself on podcast always said, you know, when I first took over the company, WCW was always so bad at finishes because Pat Patterson's a genius. So Pat Patterson would always craft great finishes on the other side in WWF. Sure. But WCW never had good finishes. Part of the reason why is because the refs, like the way they counted. They, yeah. And I love Randy Anderson. I love Nick Patrick. I love those those guys. They're great refs. But um they just they would always like when you're in an arena, even if there's only six thousand people in there, you need to raise your fucking arm up so the crowd everyone can see the top mm. of the count. One, two, you don't have to go slow, but I mean just when your cadence has to be the same. WCW referees were so weird with their count. You couldn't tell like 80% of the arena is like, did he almost get him? I don't know. Like, so it's more yeah. confusion. So this ending didn't play well with the small ring so, and the way yeah. the refs counted. it. I gave it a B plus. 
Um, I said, good match, great pace, uh, good work telling the story of the knee when uh, they started to work Austin's knee. Yes. That was very well done. And Damn. and then they just, when they started slapping the crap out of each other, I was just, this is incredible. These guys yeah, are yeah. just doing some major work. And uh, I gave it a B plus, but to your point, Jess, I think I was a little more uh, impressed with it, but it would have been in the A minus A's if we didn't have that weird finish at the end. Yeah. Um, just that, it, that was the only thing wrong with it. If you can, yeah, and I don't think the finish is really their decision, right? Craig, I Craig think Ethy. this is a bit too low, but I'm gonna go with it because I wrote it down C plus because I liked I think, it, yeah. and okay. there's a lot of elements in it, but it also was a bit too long, and then the ending was a bit wacky, but there was some real elements of fire to see a young strap and Steve Austin, <laughs> and then. To see when Steve Austin came down, there was a, a sign that said Steve, um, stunning Steve, wrestler of the 90s. Like that kid came in a time machine and then he's like, uh, I'm yeah, going to show these like, people. I know. That I kid, that kid should have put some money down on what was going to happen. A thousand. Yeah, like the sports almanac, Biff Smart sports almanac. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Back to the um, future right. WWF world champion, like clearly written. Yeah. 1998. What? It's like, go stone cold. I was like, what? <laughs> what is that? Uh, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> the uh, next match is for the WCW Tag Team Championship. There the we go. Nasty Boys are the challengers against Marcus Bagwell and Two Cold Scorpio, the defending champions who just won it like the week before. They yes. showed you a little video package. They sure did. Uh, 14 minutes, 38 seconds. A popular word nowadays used on social media is cringe. Watching Marcus Bagwell dance is cringe. I don't know why. It just was to me. Um However, this match was this match was kind of fun. I really enjoyed it. I always enjoyed Too Cold anyway. Um, basic tag match with heels getting heat, baby faces getting sympathy. Would you want to see any more of a complicated match with the Nasty Boys involved? I don't think Dave would. Um, so I liked it. I really thought it flowed well. The Nasty Boys would get the win and regain the titles using a boot to the back of Too Cold. I gave it a solid B. I really fucking liked this match, and I didn't know why. When I watched it, I just was like, this was really good. Everything they did was fine. Everything was good. Yeah, Dave, go I'm watching. I'm watching some brutal stuff from the Nasty Boys. Um, it's replaying on my pad right now, actually, where they took Bagwell over the over the top, picked him up, and tried to put his neck on the ropes, and he kind of fell out. I'm like, that was that was almost as scary as the dancing part, right? <laughs> but the the, <laughs> the high flying maneuvers that Scorpio and Bagwell are doing on this is so much fun. When you got the hard hitting the Nasty Boys, I think it's just a good combination. Um, I, I give it a solid B. Um, by the way, uh, we left out the the managers. We got Teddy Long over there, you know, holla holla holla. Um, super super young and different. And Missy Hyde on the other and side. Missy Hyde yeah, on the other yeah. Side. Um, just uh, just classic. And she took a pretty well. hard bump actually off the apron. Yeah, oh, she gets her head banged together with um, yeah. with, with uh, sags and with a lot of. Did not, I did not see that part. Um, it wasn't. I mean, it was a it was an unwanted kiss, but it was like oh, was that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's twenty twenty one. He's Craig's being incorrect. But yeah, yeah it, it I mean, look at the Eric Bischoff's the Confederate soldier behind you. There were no rules here in 1993. <laughs> apparently, apparently not. The next match is for the title of WCW franchise. Uh, what a what a match is for the franchise title of WCW. Sting took on Sid Vicious. Ten minutes and forty one seconds. A little fun fact: these two met in the main event of Halloween Havoc 1994. When did you yes, guys start Jess going and I did that for the, 15 uh, to 20 years? Uh, was that was that in Vegas when they started to do this every year? Was that started 94 or was that? No, no, it was 19, when we started going 96. Oh, it was 96. Okay, yeah, 96. Uh, a typical Sting match. The crowd was fucking into it because they love Sting because he's great. Uh, Sting gets the pin after Colonel Parker accidentally grabs Sid's leg in a clusterfuck kind of a spot where <laughs> Sid goes for like a collar and elbow tie-up at the end of the match, which who fucking does that? So like he got Sting up against the rope and he's like, I want to really make sure I'm stronger than you, collar and elbow. And he collar and elbowed him on the rope so they could kind of like dance up against the ropes. And then Parker's like, oh, this leg. No, this leg. Oh, my goodness, this leg. I don't know what leg I'm grabbing. Because he could just look up and Sid's 19 feet tall. And you could just look up and see what leg it was. But instead he's like, oh. So he grabbed Sid's leg by accident, which gave, uh, which distracted Sid. And Sid looked at him and he's like, I can't believe you did that. Why didn't you pay attention? And then Sting rolled him up in a cradle from behind. One, two, three. Sting can now legally be called the franchise of WCW. I gave it a C. <laughs> Here's 
He's got everybody's foot. Look at this. Colonel don't know whose leg to grab. He grabs Sid's. <laughs> go ahead go i, I gave it a uh uh sorry i gave it a b minus i thought sid did very well i did i, I, I hate I most sid matches i thought he did very well in this um <laughs> but again it's not enough to uh to carry it to an a or anything it was I think, you know no, standard no, that's stuff. crazy it's fine I, I think you're in that c minus i'm sorry c, yeah c plus b minus i'm sorry c minus to c kind of category because uh, I feel like I feel like, I feel like Sid needs he always needs help. Like you can't you can't <laughs> run. And what I mean by that, like Sting, he, God damn it. like I, 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 I don't want to say it, Pat Patterson, but you need someone to walk him through. Like Do this is how your get the, get this is how your match is you know. gonna go. Like don't yeah. you think Sid Sid? No, I agree. I agree with that. In, in WWF. I, when they I'm said, glad this is we did a legacy. Do. I'm glad yeah. we did a legacy on Sid. I think he deserved it. I 100% agree with you. Sid is like one of those guys that like he's so big and impressive. And then he was like, well, that's all I got. So you guys do the rest. Like, and that's fine. I'm not saying people like that are fine, but absolutely. But that's why I think his WWF work is much better because and WCW is like, no, you guys work it out and we'll yeah. give you the finish. Oh. Or else he collar and elbow ties up after the match yeah. <laughs> yeah. without no, proper that's, supervision. That's good. That's, no, that's, yeah. The next match uh, was Rick Rude, who had a piece of gold on his waist, defended that piece of gold against Ric Flair. And the reason why I say that, they call it the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, which is funny because after WCW goes out of business, WWF would just adopt the World Heavyweight Championship and then have the WWE Championship on the other side. So WCW was a trendsetter here. The reason why they did this was this belt was commonly known as the WCW slash NWA Heavyweight Championship. It was yep. the big gold belt that everybody creams over. That's what I always say, the um, big gold belt. Yeah. Everybody so creams over. What had happened was, a few months before, it was actually the NWA Heavyweight Championship, with once again, WCW tried to bring the NWA Heavyweight Championship back into the picture in 1992. Basically, they did that to have a good relationship with like New Japan Pro Wrestling, and they wanted to re-bring in uh, the NWA Heavyweight Championship. NWA Heavyweight Championship still had a governing board, which made no sense in 1993 and 92, but they tried it anyway. So it sucked because for a while they were kind of overshadowing overshadowing Vader as a WCW Heavyweight Champion because they were bringing in the NWA Heavyweight Championship and trying to make that a deal. So here it was fizzing out. Right before this pay-per-view, um, in typical NWA fashion, they pulled away from WCW and said, we do not give you permission to use the NWA as your championship. So... They had to panic and call it the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. If you notice the graphic for the match, when it showed Flair and Rick Rude on the battle on the bottom, it didn't say NWA Heavyweight Championship or even WCW World Heavyweight Championship. It said Battle for the Belt. That's all it said on the bottom. So they were in a flux. They would eventually rename this the WCW International Heavyweight Championship. I think like a month later, and then it would be defunct in 1994. Shivani even gave it away, going our international board said that uh, Rick Rude is the recognized world champion. Yeah, two matches back. Yeah. yeah. So this match, just a little history on that. It's total clusterfuck. And, and you, have, you, have to, you have to give the history. And the history yeah. is just... Is uh, the match was title. 19 minutes and 22 seconds. Um, I put this match was a little bit better than their match. That was one month earlier, a fall brawl. I always felt that these two, these two were like oil and water because they were the same. I didn't... Like, Flair's character is Rick Rude's character. They're both similar, like, you know, as far as, like, being super arrogant and flamboyant and in your face. So I think that they never really clicked for some odd reason. You see Rick Rude and Rick Flair on paper, and you're like, oh, my God. But none, their matches never got, like, out of second gear. Um, I mean, it's Rick Flair and Rick Rude, but there was no fireworks. Rude wins by, town, by, by DQ, excuse me. Rick Rude wins by DQ, which is fuck. Um, so I give this a C+. Plus. I give Rick Rude and Ric Flair a C plus, which is nuts. It, it, it sounds weird when you say that, but yeah. I, I totally get where you're going. Um, you know, the reason the reason why my dad and my brother hate each other so much because of the same guy, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, you know, my dad and I get, got along great, but it's because we're two totally different people. Um, the, the, more, the more right on you are with somebody, the more you might not be able to work well with them, the more that you just, you know, it just, people can see it just doesn't it just doesn't fit 
And I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching right now. Like I'm watching Flair work on a leg forever. And I'm watching while he's working on the leg. <laughs> I see, I see Rick Rude grabbing his hair, grabbing the back of his face. Like they're both doing heel tacks at the same time. And the ref doesn't know yeah. what to do. He's like, do I take the hair out? Do I take care of the knee? What am I doing? Like, like nobody knows what and to Terry do. Taylor's just sitting on the outside of the ring like a dog. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like Whoa, what's happening? And I'm just oh, like, my, my goodness. Terry what's Taylor. What's going on is, in this ring? I, I am so fascinated with Terry Taylor's career in so many ways. Me too. I I, me too. Done, like some kind of biopic on this. Because well, I, maybe we should do a whatever happened to Terry Taylor. I, I, I think we get, John, scratch that down. Let's do that because I, I can't. I, I don't. How did you last this long in the business? And even in the and back. People later, don't like, like him. Yeah, how? Well, because he was a snitch in the back. He was a goddamn snitch. And he yeah. always called Dave Meltzer and reported shit. Like, it's widely known that he was the leak in every company he was in. He would call and tell Dave Meltzer bullshit. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, thank you, Terry. But uh, in all honesty, Terry Taylor, <laughs> actually a very decent worker. And I, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, I think so. It's just the very the gimmicks, good worker. The gimmicks were bad. Uh, we created he made gimmicks. a rooster gimmick work. I mean, props yeah. to him. Well, he tried to make it work. I mean, I don't know if it worked, but <laughs> he tried like hell. He didn't <laughs> give up. That's for dang Dave's shit. all crazy. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Craig. He's a little surprised. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Well, nobody knows about the red. Uh, what right? grade did you give Dave? Head. I'm sorry. It, it is a, a solid C, bro. It's um, the the work is there. It's but it always goes back to what we say when something sucks. They worked really hard. They yeah. worked really hard. It, 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 to say that about Rick Rude and Ric Flair is crazy. But they don't crazy. they don't work well together and yeah. and that's not their fault. That it's how they're built. Right. You can't Do they like each other? Do we know? Together. I don't know. Rick Rude got along Did with Did you get the feeling people. they didn't? I work I, well I would not be surprised Craig if that was the truth. I don't I yeah. maybe they did not. Like not that you're they're actively sabotaging each other, but it's like no you one's you really were, trying to make each other look like a million dollars. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And I feel the same way. I give this a C. Uh, so, so, we, so you're just saying you gave it a C, but Rick Rude itself, nobody got along with him and nobody got along with the Warrior, and those guys had to work together yeah. and produce some of the best work between them. That's just weird. Okay, sorry, Greg. Yeah, that, no, he, that's very Rick that's Rude very produced true. some of the best work the Warrior ever been. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. sometimes real hatred can bring out the the best of each other. I think this one's more of like indifference maybe it's i indifference. don't know but i think well, just this added, was also right, back say in the an same era guy. where people were very protective of their gimmicks you yeah. know it's like it's wide that it's sports entertainment even though we all knew it was you know not real back here but um now back here people were protective about wins and losses and rick rude had an axe to grind rick rude left the wwf to come to wcw to be a wrestler and to really wrestle and and, and he was i i loved rick rude's wcw career way more his WWF yeah, career, that's fair. Um, that's but fair. he might have more like notoriety from his WWF career because it's WWF. But here's he's the, wrestled so much better in WCW. Rick here's Rude, the question: and we got we got to get to Craig's grade, but uh, yeah. we're getting on Rick Rude's train. But give it a C. Give it a C. Yeah. So give it a C. Do you, have you ever seen Ric Flair ever do any kind of babyface work in your life? No, never did. Couldn't do no. it. I guess right. Just wasn't his bag. The best run that he had as a babyface was when he fought Terry Funk in '89. Because Terry Funk was such a fucking magnanimous heel. And not that Rick Rude's <laughs> not, but Terry Funk was a violent heel that you were scared of a little bit. And you wanted Ric Flair to punch him in the fucking face. Rick Rude is more of like an arrogant, you know, showy kind of, you know, charismatic. I mean, yeah, I, I've never seen, I've never seen Rude. Yeah. Like, like Flair, Flair can get on that, on that baby face, no problem. Like he could turn it. And the only reason why Flair night. got a baby face cheer was because fucking Terry Funk pile drove him on a goddamn That's real it. table. Not yeah. a score table, a real table. So that got him a lot of heat. But, uh, and that was back Oof. in 89. But, uh. So now we go into our main event, unsanctioned, not for the WCW Heavyweight Championship, which is the only knock I have on this match. Uh, Cactus, Cactus Jack versus no Big Van Vader in a Texas death match, 15 minutes, 59 seconds. I'm, look, I'm not going to say anything different than I did in the, our legacy of Vader in the archives, our legacy of Foley in the archives, uh, in the archives, excuse me. Um, even after all these years, it's still fabulous every time I watch it. I give it a solid A. I would have given it an A+. Plus. If Cactus would have gone over, because if you're going to unsanction it and not make it for the WWE Championship, Vader mm -hmm. is not going to lose anything. So why not give Cactus yeah. the win to keep the feud going? And then he could lose the rematch for the title. He lost his memory for fuck's sake. Yeah. Give him the like, so I give, I give it an A. It would have been an A+. Plus. This match is fucking legendary. It belongs on both the portfolios of Vader and Foley, and it very well defined what they could do 
when they're allowed to do it, and when they're both motivated, it's fucking awesome. They are all they are all over the place. They they they're in the. When you guys side. better bring up the major spot at the end because it's just. I'll beautiful. leave I'll leave it to Craig because Craig you know Craig's gonna tell it better than I do. But Jack's working his way up, but his race got his hand. He's got some electric prodder. They stung him with it. He got him with volts of electricity. Took and Vader's up. Vader's up at 10. This match is over. Ladies and gentlemen, Vader rose to his feet. He wins the match, the Texas Death Match. Here is your winner, Vader. But when you watch this match, you are like someone's going to get hurt, and it's going to be Cactus because I, I don't know if Vader was. You feel like Vader was just. And well, Vader would always get knocked and fucking busted open, too. Like, yeah, Vader that's fine, but it wasn't going to stop him. You break a nose, you pull on. Vader would get out, beat down in the corner, and you saw him go, come on, come on. Like, you watched him lip that like, punch like, me in the face. Yeah, come punch on. Punch me in the face. Like, like, so, this match just gets my juices flowing. It's yeah, I, I, give it a sol- I give it a solid A, bro. But when I'll, we were I'll kids in 93 go. watching this, we fucking lost our minds over this. It was so good. Yeah, Craig, hit the spot, bro. Tell us what's up. Yeah, I did you give it a what kick? Did you give it an A? What I grade? Gave, you I, gave it, I gave it an A. And Davey yeah. gave it an A? Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Solid A. They beat the snot out of each other. They they really so did. Great. Um and it's this it's the same realism watching these two guys go is like a uh, in a different way as I see like Brock and Roman sometimes. Like uh or mostly Brock, just like you you Dude, just you just worry about them. You worry about the safety of them. So hard in the chest and the face on the platform and Yes, they, <laughs> Harley's trying to hit him with a chair. It's just everything's <laughs> happening. All the, and the all, chairs are like these rusty, shredded chairs. And then yeah, Vader hits him later on with these like cinema chairs that are super heavy that could stick right like through you, skin you, you and like bone. Shot after you get hit with this chair, apparently. yeah. It's. Yeah. I mean, there's just it crosses the line between, and I, I love that. I love wrestling when it crosses the line into realism. You don't but know you what know, you're about to get. Some of the differences you see, Craig, like he hit, he hits him with the chair. He hit, uh, he being cactus hits with the chair. Then he turns around. And watches the crowd and begs him to egg egg him more, and then he goes after him again. Like he's yeah. so good at his craft. That, that's the stuff that people don't talk about with Mick Foley, Cactus Jack. That you see him do that and watch the crowd react, and then let him go back at it again. So that's yeah. amazing. I, I think Harley. Uh, I hate that the ending will spoil it. Is it's done like Last Man Standing? Yeah, up, it was. Weird, and there's a yeah. cattle prod. You shouldn't use a stupid crowd cattle prod. It was such a shitty, stupid. I don't know who came up with it. It was probably Harley. What about a cattle prod? Like it just I, makes I no one. sense. I brought one in my bag. Um, but you shouldn't let that detract from the fact they beat the snot at each other. And before the cattle prod, kind of the final biggest spot was on this ramp. Uh, Cactus uh, jumps so on bad. the back so of crazy. Vader. Either I don't know if it was talked about in the back or he's just like, flay your legs out. He just Vader jumps up in the air and falls completely backwards. All his weight, all 400 plus pounds on Cactus Jack's sternum. On that ramp, it makes the most sickening thud. You didn't need a mic. You didn't need audio. You heard this thud. The entire crowd just has this, like, not a cheer, uh-huh, like, like a, a <gasps> just a, oh. Yeah, and yeah. I think I said it in the Cactus episode, whereas you know you got Ventura. Yes. When all Jesse did when he fell back on that ramp, Jesse just goes, whoa. Wow. And was, like, quiet, like, after that. And it was, like, fuck yeah. Like, and Giovanni, like, the I don't know if it was this match or another one of their matches or whatever. With like every time Shivani something violent happened, Ventura would be like, "Don't throw up, Shivani!" Like all the time. Like, it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. But so that, that one left him speechless. Ventura yeah. at the end goes, he takes a stethoscope to Shivani, goes, "You're still breathing." <laughs> <laughs> so, That's great. That was his laugh. But oh, and then man. the fact that the cactus is still up at the end of this thing and doing bang bang and getting yeah, he gets his comeuppance a little bit. Double uh, DDTs, Harley Race on the chair. Gets his final bang bang and still standing, but holy shit! But to Jess's point, and the rules too, like what you had to pin your opponent, and then they had to stay down for a ten. I believe that's what it was. It was you got a thirty second rest period, and then if they couldn't get up at the count of ten, yeah. So what happened was Vader pinned Cactus, but Cactus got up, but the ref didn't see it, and then Harley shocked him with the cattle prod, and he fell. And then the ref turned around and counted 10, and then Vader wins. That's right. That's right. So that's Vader right. wins the match, which is bullshit because it was non-title. So why would you not give Cactus all his Dude, momentum? Cactus just took a flying And then on the next the pay-per-view, uh, oh at fucking Battle Bowl, they could have rematched uh, for the title and not been in Battle Bowl and just rematched for the title. And then Vader wins 
Vader wins the rematch and defends his title. But yeah, then you believe up. that Sills Cactus right might up. beat him going into... I don't understand. Sometimes WCW just... Burr, like, they just don't... I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. They never gave Cactus the love at WCW. No, no, they did not. The crowd did. I mean, he gave everything for WCW. They gave him nothing. Yeah, I nothing. just say, I'm, I'm watching him off of the you know the high the high entrance, elbowing onto the concrete. Just a flying yeah. oh, elbow. He does that nonsensical oh. sunset flip where he eats it on his back and legs. Like everything Cactus does in this match. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, so good. Just horrifying. So overall, what do we give the show grade wise? I give it a, I give it a C plus because I think there was a lot of dunkers in there with the count out with Steamboat and Orndorff. The opening match was meh. And then um, I want to like, I want to give it I want to give it a little bit higher. I want to give it that B minus. I think the final match pushes me over a little bit. That's a just, good point. It's that's so it, like it, and you didn't go through miles of shit to get to it. You got through some pretty good stuff in there to get to this match. So um, the, yeah, the wrestling on this card was very good. Don't let any of our grades yeah, steer anybody. We're just stingy. That's a good point. The work was really but, good in every almost every match. You're seeing like. Booker T, legend, uh, Steamboat, legend, Orndorff, legend, Austin, Austin. Jack, legend, Vader, legend, yeah. Austin, legend, Dustin Rhodes, legend. Uh, I mean, every Harlem legend, Harlem Heat, yeah, Flair, legend. Yeah. This is this is a different time, and this is a. I'm glad this was recommended by a fan. Um, uh, is it Haitian guy who recommended this one? Who asked for the? Who's uh, the guy? Oh God, let me. You keep talking. Or was it Suplex I'll King? Was no, no, it was not Suplex King. Um. But while you're looking for that, thank you for for recommending it. And this is like a kind of a wrestling purist dream, but you also have to break yourself out of 2021's mode of watching wrestling because a lot of these matches were over 50 minutes. A lot of these matches had chain wrestling. A lot of these matches built and were slower paced, but they had that hard-hitting kind of tough, the best of WCW had to offer back then in, in, in 1993. And it's jarring to watch now. We're giving a lot of stuff B-minuses, and sees this was the from good old Nick from Facebook. His name is Nick. Oh, sorry, oh. Nick. Well, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. For our audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. This is Dave, Justin, Craig, sub, cuz. Yeah, cuz it's gone. Cause. <laughs> Have a good one.